Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Well, hello to you. Thank you for listening to my podcast and welcome back. (laughs) I am super excited. Now, I know I say that every single time, but I am. I mean, I am just so on fire in this area and I didn't see this podcast coming because this morning I woke up, I slept in, I, all the things, came down here, perfect storm, started seeking God, reading the Bible. I'm in, I'm studying both Genesis and Revelation right now, which, you know, what a crazy, you know, two books to study, right? (laughs) Simultaneously. But God has a plan and he is just speaking through his word to me every single day, despite my knowledge. And so I am excited to share this with you. I mean, um, because hopefully this is going to just meet you where you are and help you on your weight loss journey. You know, I was thinking this morning that there, I mean, there are days when I still cannot believe that God, what God has done in my life, the very fact that he was able to do in me what I could not do on my own absolutely amazes me. And you know what? Even more than that, I'm still blown away at how he used my weakness in weight loss to awaken me, to bring me to him. I'm just so thankful and so in awe of him. I mean, I could have never thought that God would strengthen me even in weight loss, but he did. And now he is making a way that ensures that I will be able to share this with everyone struggling in this area. I mean, this isn't a secret that I can keep to myself that God will help you even in weight loss. I mean, my desire to share this all with you is because of a pull on my life, a pull that I simply cannot stop. And I certainly can't stop the flow of his messages. I mean, today is a perfect example of that, you know, trust me, I've stopped. I've tried. (laughs) I've tried to stop hearing the scriptures speaking to me and saying, even in weight loss, I've tried to stop it, but I can't. And in my experience and through my observation, what I'm going to share with you today as I talk to you about sin is something that plagues all of us. I mean, it's been through my experience now in my own life through sin and how sin has been present on my weight loss journey and through my observation as well about how sin um, is in the lives of my clients as I coach them on weight loss, it is still something that we need to talk about. And that's what we're going to talk about today is how sin is present on our weight loss journey and, and also how sin begets sin. That's exactly the thing that God wants to impress upon your heart today. So I would I would encourage you to pray, even just hit pause on the podcast right now or to stop, you know, what you're doing and to just pray that the Holy Spirit would prompt you. If this is an area that God wants you to really listen to, that you know, while we're on this journey for weight loss, that sin is present. Sin is there. And that sin begets sin. So what you need to know is that it doesn't matter if your sin is that you only sometimes have unfavorable thoughts towards people or 
over situations or that maybe your sin is that you eat too many Doritos. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your sin is. I have found that when we step in the direction of sin on whatever level, if we don't see it as sin, we can easily become ensnared in it. And this is exactly what God impressed upon my heart this morning as I was reading Genesis 4-7. God's word says that in, in Genesis 4-7, his word says that you will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it and you must be sin's master. That is powerful. And that stopped me. That got me from taking notes this morning to getting the highlighter out and saying, okay, God, I see what you're saying. I see what you're doing here. You want me to make a podcast. You want me to write a blog about how sin is present in our lives and to just do another discussion on where it's present on our daily basis, even in weight loss. I mean, God's word shares with shares with us. It instructs us. It tells us in the scripture that I just shared with you, his word tells us that sin is waiting for us to simply take the bait, to fall for the sensual nature of its poison and that it is eager to control us, and that we must subdue it. I mean, all throughout the Bible, God lets us know that he is there to help us subdue it, but he wants us to choose him. In Genesis 4-7, the context of this particular scripture is regarding the situation that is really present between Cain and Abel. God gave Cain a choice to do what was right and to try again, but in this scenario, Cain refused. He couldn't see it, but sin had a foothold on him in his life. And it was starting to take root in the form of pride, in the form of jealousy and you know rejection and probably frustration and very likely even confusion between what he knew that he should have done and what he was feeling in his flesh that he wanted to do. In that moment, God saw the condition of Cain's heart and he wanted to help him, but God also wanted Cain to choose correctly. He wanted Cain to choose him and to seek his help. God was right there with Cain, waiting for him to willingly choose him over sin. And God is here with you right now, waiting for you to do the exact same thing. The scripture says that sin is waiting for you. So where in your life is sin crouching and waiting for you, even on your weight loss journey? I mean, if you try on your own to do a diet, um, you know, you pick it out, you pick a meal plan, and you still can't say no to the foods that that tempt you, you still can't say no because of the temptation that is swirling around you, you will very likely never lose your weight because that temptation is sin even in weight loss. It's not the same kind of sin like, you know, what Cain encountered, but by its definition, your decision to give into temptation despite your intention to do something else, that is sin based on the definition that we find in James 4.17. The scripture says that you must subdue it. Genesis tells us that you must subdue it and master it. Now, if you're a seeker, you have all of the tools that you need inside of the seeker's method to subdue sin on your weight loss journey. 
But are you choosing to even use the tools that you have? Or are you leaning in too much to your comfort? You know, you're craving to just hit the easy button. Are you choosing right over wrong? You can, on your even on your weight loss journey, you can anticipate the sin everywhere around you. So are you subduing it or are you allowing it to subdue you? I mean, we cannot, sub, we cannot master sin on our own, especially if we don't even recognize it. But if you keep succumbing to the same thing and you can't get free, then you are in bondage to it. I would encourage you right now to turn to God immediately. Confess what you've been doing and attempt to see it as God sees it. Recognize your weaknesses and repent of your sins and ask God to help you in all of the ways that you simply can't help yourself. Pray and ask him to help you. And you know what? He's going to help you. And I only know that from experience. And don't ask God for help, for him to help you. And then refuse to change because it's just a little bit uncomfortable. Change is going to require growth and it's going to require you to be uncomfortable for a hot minute. (laughs) You will never get over this hurdle if you keep allowing it to happen, if you keep allowing it to trip you up. And I also would encourage you to get the support that you need to go to your support group, to post inside of the Seekers Method for encouragement and for you to just post that you need prayer. That is where your power is. That is where and how you fight your battles, even in weight loss. The Holy Spirit is going to help you master sin. The battle between choosing right versus wrong, it's going to be a lifelong battle. So seek God for the strength to subdue what you can't do and what you can't control on your own. So many people, ugh, so many people don't see that their food choices or, you know, like when they're on, when they're trying to lose weight, that their food choices or their TV show choices or movie selections or Netflix binges <laughs> or even the books that they read or the routines that they're making a habit of ignoring. They don't, they refuse to see that as sin. Many of us are making excuses for our sin and giving into human reasoning when the truth is that you might be ignoring the very thing that God wants you to wake up to. So much, oh my goodness, when I think about it, so much of my weight loss journey was about me obeying the little things. And in so doing, I chose God. In choosing God, not only did he strengthen me, but he blessed my obedience in areas of my life that I didn't even realize were connected. I mean, when I obeyed him, Regarding my food, he he blessed my marriage. When I obeyed him, when he said it's time to start working out and documenting your journey, he blessed my business and he even blessed my skin. <laughs> so I hope today that you'll wake up to the warnings that I'm sending you, that you'll scrub your excuses and you'll 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 just scrub your excuses in the way that you give yourself human grace in areas where you are simply ensnared i mean we think that so many of the things in our lives are harmless but are they i mean what are you weak around are you controlled by the comfort that these things bring you despite your desire to just be free from them Adam and Eve likely didn't think that eating a piece of fruit would give would start a negative domino effect. 
Much like we don't think that just giving in to a Subway sandwich and a bag of chips, a bag of baked chips for that matter, and a Diet Coke will hurt us. But when you stand back and you look at the sin, look at the sin that is set up in your life, your perspective might start to change. Look at your sin set up. Just like you can you can reflect on the, the way that it was set up in Adam and Eve's life. But how ooh, how is it set up in your own life? If you take a look at the sin set up in your life, your perspective might change. And you know, Adam and Eve brought a tolerance of sin into their family. And they made disobedience and fleshly impulse acceptable. They made an environment where sin and fleshly impulse was acceptable. And it led to one of their children being killed and their other son being banished because of sin. They had a sin tolerance. They had, just like we do, a sin nature. So what So what are the long-term effects of your sin? I mean, what could they be? For those of you in the thinner circle, I would encourage you to journal about this, to assess this in accordance to the glory workshop that we did. And for those of you in the seekers method, I would encourage you to update your obstacle list and to really sit with your obstacles and your weaknesses, to spend time praying over those areas and to develop a battle plan where you are weak and vulnerable and likely to be, you know, constantly and perpetually attacked. Ask God for help. Ask him to strengthen you where you are weak. And then also assess whether or not you could be teaching those around you lessons through your own ability to step away from the very things that trip you up. I mean, how are you leading people astray by your example as a Christian? I mean, what example are you making? What example are you having on others? What, you know, what example are you having on other people? You're to be set apart as a Christian, to be different. And in my opinion, this applies to all areas of our lives. Ask yourself, could my desire to give in to temptation be creating a sense of acceptance of sin so much, so much that it lowers my tolerance of sin on other levels in my life? Because like I said at the beginning, when you don't recognize sin in your life, We also don't recognize how much sin begets sin. Sin is a slippery slope that is heading, that is, that is pointing you right in the direction of the enemy, not to God. God can't be around it. So not only can you, so not, so only you can know the answers to the questions I'm asking you right now to ask of yourself. Only you can know these answers to the questions. And I hope that you'll spend time thinking about it. Think about what I'm sharing with you today. Because the point is this, when you know what you should do and you don't do it, that is sin to you, even in weight loss.